Welcome back, you incredible humans. It is another episode of MedShield Movement Connect Show with me, Dr. Fez. We are going to be talking about mental health because it is Mental Health Awareness Month and we have a counselor here who's going to enlighten us, Sasha Pather. Get ready to know what you don't know about being body brilliant. This is the MedShield Movement Connect Show where we connect the dots between fitness, health, wellness, nutrition, and of course you. Hosted by me, Dr. Fezim Kize, and a special guest that we have every month, sharing knowledge, insights, and groundbreaking tips on how to get fitter, be stronger, and live healthier. Turn up the volume and listen close. Today you amplify. It's the MedShield Movement Connect show. Let's go. Sasha, thank you so much for sitting down with me. Thank you, Dr. Fez. It's very nice to be here. Now, it's very interesting because I feel, especially with the global pandemic that happened, there's been quite a big emphasis when it comes to mental health and the concepts around it and like how one can feel like they're in a good place when it comes to that health. And I always want to ask, especially someone in your field, what or how would you describe mental health? So mental health is basically how you feel you are acting out or however you feel you um, are taking things in. Mm -hmm. um, so mental health has a lot to do with everything else. Everything basically ripple effects from mental health. It is your health. It's very important. Um, and it literally has an effect on um, all things that you can be doing, all things that you can be saying, your behavior. So mental health is um, within you before mm. it's out of you. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so important. You have to correct it in there or you're going to get a disconnect out there. I love that. It's within you before you kind of get it out of you. I think that's such a... It, it allows you to almost feel like how delicate and like how beautiful it can be, but also where it needs to start from before it gets affected by... Yeah. The world and all the things that happen in it. it it's almost for me because I, I tend to see it as somebody who tries to stay in some semblance of shape as something that you can exercise and get better at and maybe your reps can get better. What are some of the pillars you would say are important to continuously work on so that your mental health can be at, a, at an optimal even at a good level? So when it comes to mental health, you have to um, pay attention, first of all. Uh, awareness is the first step. You have to be aware of what you even need to correct or what's going on. You would know yourself better than someone from the outside. So you would know if something's off. You would know if something needs to be you know, um, uh, optimized in some way. I mm -hmm. think uh, some ways that you can kind of like enhance your mental health is definitely having balance, definitely um, paying attention to to what's important to you, what's important around you, and also prioritizing things, you know, yeah. keeping to a routine. Um, there's so much that you can do to enhance your mental health, but I think um, it all starts with first identifying. So once you identify, I think you would then have your path on where you need to go with it. Um, there's so much of balance that needs to come in on all aspects um, mm -hmm. with your life. So you can't have too much of something and too less of something because you're going to feel it eventually. Um, but yeah, balance is definitely very important. Sure, definitely. And I think that's always within any health concept is the, the idea of balance. Yeah. How would you say, through your experience, somebody who might not have that balance or might have swayed to a side where their health isn't great, how that might look, some of the things that you might see? 
So you would definitely see it first um, when you have these like feelings within yourself that are telling you, hey, maybe something's wrong, maybe mm -hmm. something's like not right here. So you'd first have a feeling within yourself because you are human. It's human nature to first, you know, uh, know that within yourself. But also I think um, you would have like having normal emotional uh, fluctuations mm -hmm. is completely natural. Yeah. Um, so you would, that would be affected by obviously uh, life changes, hormonal changes, um, any kind of stresses, your normal day-to-day, -day, it's very normal to get uh, irritated, angry, you know, things like that. But um, when it comes to your mental health um, or your emotions affecting your daily functioning, like your sleep or your eating patterns mm. or your routines, then it's definitely concerning. Yeah. You would definitely need to go and uh, check that out. But yeah, I think the impact would be very visible um, sure. on the outside of you, like I was saying. So. Your, your day to day, and and I, I think it's it's very interesting because there is, I mean, a lot of things that have points where you need to see somebody within the DSM five criteria. Things where you're trying to find diagnostic things that you might need to look at. Have your day to day activities as one of the potential mm -hmm. indicators where something might be going off. Where it's like, yeah. okay, your people around you are saying there's something yeah. that feels like it's not quite balanced, and I think that is. The importance of having people that you trust around you and interacting with them. Yeah. yeah. I think also, you know, um, sometimes it's so easy to like put plasters on things. So if you're not sleeping or you're a bit irritable, you, you'd just be like, no, I'm, you know, my routine's a bit off or mm. things like that. Please don't put a plaster on it because <laughs> if you keep putting plasters on things, it's not going to be good in the long run. It's mm. better to correct something, you know, um, especially at its root in the early yeah. stages um, rather than later on sitting with a lot on your shoulders because Definitely. of it. I mean, I feel like she's saying that to, to you. She was she's like, please, like even please don't put a plaster <laughs> on it. And I think that is like the hallmarks of any sort of health issues that you want to get at it as soon as possible before it unravels and bigger things come from it. But speaking about it from a more macro level, have you found that there's been a shift maybe in the people you see who come seek out help from you when it comes to exhaustion, burnout, kind of those big things that in our time, in our day and age, more fast paced, you've seen over the years? Has there been a shift in landscape? Yeah, I think, um, you know what, it increases a lot. Um, also, people try to like uh, keep up with mm, this, the mm, rat race. Mm. And the more they try to keep up, the more um, they literally kind of put the plaster on or they keep the plaster on. Yeah. Or they feel like they have to do these things in order to keep up. They have to make this amount of money to make ends meet at the mm. end of the month. They have to, you know, perform at work and stuff. But, um, you know, sometimes I think if they just remember, um, which is not so easy to remember because we all are forgetting, but if they just remember that you do need downtime also, yeah. um, you do need self-care, uh, you do need, you know, time for yourself. So it is very important to also stop, breathe, um, you know, to prevent yourself coming to a point where you see me and then, you know, <laughs> we're dealing with all the problems. Of <laughs> prevent, prevent the time where you come and you see me. But would you say... If I wasn't feeling burnt out and I feel like the world might be on my shoulders, I should also still come see somebody Definitely, as a counsellor? Yeah. So um, I'd love to see my clients, mm. definitely, right? But um, 
If you feel like, um, obviously, not only with burnout, not only with like uh, hitting a, a miss when it comes to balance, but also if you do feel like you have deep-rooted things that you need to work out, whether it's trauma, whether it's um, deep-rooted anxiety, you mm. know, stuff that you really are just keeping it down yeah. and distracting yourself, whether it's you distracting yourself with work or relationships or whatever it is in your daily life, yeah. a distraction is a distraction. So it doesn't help, it just... Um, leaves it there and it kind of like just paints on top of a, you know a rotten apple it doesn't get you anywhere and the rotten yeah. apple is still there so that. it is very important to go and seek um, you know professional help when it comes to mental health don't leave something too long if you do feel like you have something that you need to work through you need to speak about uh, yeah it's definitely needed mm. when it comes to that very important you, you mentioned self-care within this kind of concept of looking after self and being kind to self. When I hear that, and I think maybe some people who are watching and listening will think, you know, just cucumbers on the eyes, you know, a bit of a facial, somebody massaging my feet, that's what self-care is. But what, what is that concept of kind of self-care and, and how often should one be implementing it? Is it one of those things where I'm going to save up till the end of the month and I can have my self-care session? Is that, or how would you describe it? You see, um, so self-care can come in like those forms. Sometimes yeah. also, like especially I can talk from a womanly point of view. If you want to go and, you know, do your eyebrows or go do a facial yeah. or something, it's like it is self-care and it's time like, um, you know, for yourself. However, when it comes to mental health, sometimes literally just walking outside, taking a five-minute breather, mm -hmm. feeling wind on your face and watching nature and, you know, just being in nature, sometimes yeah. the relaxation and the quietening of your, your mind, um, that is self-care. So, you know, having a peaceful um, space where your thoughts are, that's self-care. Processing mm. your thoughts, journaling, all these are real good uh, self-care you know, tools that you can use and they're very inexpensive. Um, some cost yeah. nothing, but it's kind of even more difficult to do than a financial um, tool. So these definitely help. They definitely are very needed. Um, and yeah, I think for self-care, you know, you can do it as often as you need it. Mm. So sometimes maybe once a week, uh, once in two weeks, every month, you know, whenever you can find the time, but as long as you are finding the time. You can start off small, like I said, five minutes outside, mm -hmm. um, or going for a walk, uh, you know, once a week, uh, but as long as you start. As long as you start. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It's almost like when you're starting to run, they're just like, you're not going to get that sub 25 mm -hmm. or sub 35K, <laughs> but as long as you start doing those processes, they'll definitely pay off in the long run. Yeah. Now, this is the part where I hopefully get a rapid fire in terms of concepts when it, when it comes to fortifying oneself from a mental standpoint. Just maybe practices that you would suggest for people at home or even if it's a book or a concept that they can go back to. Usually I ask for three. It's a, it's a lot, mm -hmm. I know. But things that we can do to fortify ourselves because life will happen. And generally, when it does happen, it's always great to have something you can fall back on when you are in a, in a time of potential crisis. Yeah. So what are some of the, the teachings or concepts you would say, maybe three, that people can really practice daily or even weekly to get that fortification? Um, so mostly, I would say um, journaling, especially mm. with mental health extremely important Journey. it's so good um, and it's good for processing your thoughts it's good for quietening your mind and stuff um, also uh, you know just basically 
taking note of what's going on with you emotionally. Mm. So seeking uh, professional help to talk about your issues if you have a trusted friend, but hopefully you seek rather mental help that's going to assist you better. Mm -hmm. um, work through your issues, you know, uh, go through it at the roots and stuff. And um, yeah, I, I think when it comes to mental health, you, you definitely have to make time for yourself yeah. um, because it's not just about what's external. It's definitely more important of what's internal. I think that, if anything, is probably the take-home message there. I love that you always bring it into that internal space because that's at least your locus of control. You're able to to really be able to go, okay, this is where I'm coming from, and then we'll experience the life mm. from that place. Sasha, thank you so much. Clearly, you are the person we should have spoken mm -hmm. to for Mental Health Awareness Month. And uh, it's another incredible episode, connecting dots, figuring out locus of control, internal not allowing external to come in. And, I mean, she said it herself. You need to have somebody who knows about mental health as one of those three important things. So do look her up, get in contact. And uh, it's me, Dr. Fez, seeing you uh, next time, I guess, when we have another thing that we're going to connect just for you. Looking for a healthcare partner for life? MedShield Medical Scheme has you covered with nine diverse and affordable plans to suit your lifestyle. For more information, visit www.medshield.co.za.